0: Welcome to Healing House with Dr. Eileen. Dr. Eileen is an international healer, speaker, teacher, and published author of her latest book, Frequencies. Share the next half hour with us as we journey to find balance of body, mind, and spirit in an unbalanced world. We then invite you to call in or log into our chat and share your thoughts and insights. And now your host, Dr. Eileen. Well, hello, and happy Thursday, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen with Healing House Radio. And for those of you, as usual, who are in the L.A. area, the guest call-in number is 424-258-9337. And for absolutely everyone else, including all of those right here in the beautiful San Francisco, counting down to a Super Bowl we won't be in, Bay Area, the toll-free number is six nine seven nine seven two five. And producer Kina has got the chat room open. And so you can log in there and listen in. And if you have any questions or comments, uh, you can pass them on to her and she will make sure they get to me. Otherwise I'll be checking into the chat room after the show. So and no I'm really not bitter about the Super Bowl. It's just it's going to be a lot of traffic. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about in an athletic bent, goals. Are they a sprint, a marathon, or the Olympics? Now, often, you know, people want to establish their dreams and they want to be able to say, hey, this is something I want to achieve. And while sometimes it can be hard nailing that down, what can even be more challenging is deciding what is the mindset and approach that you need to have to achieve it. And today we're going to be exploring about classifying your dream to figure out the best approach that you can make in order to have it happen in the best and easiest way possible. Being somebody who was in, I was on the swim team in high school, which was a really long time ago, but I really enjoyed it. And one of the things that as a part of our training, it was important to figure out how we trained based on the event. Now, in swimming, it would be maybe you were swimming a 50-meter, which is just up and back. Maybe you were going to be doing a 20-lap, which just meant 20 times up and down the pool. Or, you know, maybe you were doing a combination of them. Maybe you were part of a relay team. So depending on which position I was going to be swimming my training for that week, in order to be able to do my best, had to be different. Now, my sister, she was on track and field, which my dad found it really interesting that out of four kids, he had two daughters, two sons, and it was just two daughters who brought home varsity letters. So, but my brothers were into something total, you know, they were into other things. But every time my sister competed, and I would go and watch her meets. I would see her saying something to herself right before she went up. She did discus and shot put. And she would train with the guy's weights in order to, you know, increase her endurance and increase her, her power. But there was something she always, I could see her saying something. And I asked her what it was she would say right before she went up. And she said she would look at her competition and say, if you're going to beat me, you're going to break a record to do it. So, she said in her mind, you know what, this is what I need to do, this is what I need to achieve, and if you're going to do better than me, you're you're going to have to really do a lot better. So when we think about the types of things that we want to do, and let's say it's, you know, get into better shape. And I deal with a lot of people who are working on trying to improve their quality of life by shifting what it is their physical experience is. And that may not necessarily be to lose weight, it may be to gain weight, it may be to the tone. There's a lot of different things. The first thing we break down is okay, is this going to be a sprint, a marathon, or the Olympics? Now, let's say, you know, someone wanted to just, you know, lose five or 10 pounds. Well, that has a totally different mindset. You know, that's like a sprint. And in a sprint, what you want to do is have a nice big burst of energy that you can maintain for a relatively short amount of time so that you're doing maximal energy, but you don't have to hold it for too long. And that's like if you want to achieve a fairly simple goal, you know, something fairly basic. It's like, okay, you know, we can just kind of go in, you know, zap it, and we're ready to move on. Now, Maybe, you know, you need to lose 50 or 60 pounds. Well, that's more of a marathon. And see, in a marathon, what you want to do is don't want to have that big spike and burst of energy. You want to just kind of get up to a point and then pace yourself. And then maybe right at the end, make sure you save enough energy for that little bit at the end that you may have to push for. But the idea isn't about the the instant response. The idea is around creating something where you can set a pace and be able to progress at that pace over time. Now, let's say, say it's something a lot more involved. Let's say it's maybe 100 or 200 pounds that you want to lose. In that case, we're talking the Olympics. We're talking, you know, this is not a a short spurt of something. You know, this is, I mean, and even if it's something that's like, well, in the Olympics they have sprinters. I said, yeah, but if you're at the level of the Olympics, you didn't start sprinting last month. This is about creating an entire lifestyle shift. This is about creating something that really is going to become the focus of your consciousness and, and of your world you know, for for the long term, for the foreseeable future. That type of goal, you know, that Olympic level goal means, you know what, I know I've got a long road ahead of me. I can do this if I can break it down, if I can get the help I need, you know, because nobody makes it to the Olympics by themselves. There are trainers, there are, you know, there are support people. And the idea that if you've got one of these big massive goals, don't try to do it by yourself. You might be able to, but it will happen a lot better and a lot more easily if you create that support system and realize that when you're dealing with a goal that is Olympic-level goal, that it's going to take some time. And it's going to take some, you know, for lack of a better term, it's going to take some failures. It's going to take being able to commit past it to, you know, maybe take that three steps forward and maybe one or two steps back to figure out, okay, i got to hit my pace and I've got to move forward in this. And it really does make it a lot easier if you decide what you want to do. Once you decide what you want to do, what you want to achieve, you know, maybe it's to be debt-free, maybe it's to take a trip somewhere. Maybe it's, there's all kinds of things that you can set. Maybe it's to create a spiritual life. There's a lot of folks who would love to be able to make a living at and spend every day doing spiritual work or being in service. And I'm here to tell you that that is Olympics. You know, well, depending on how deeply you want to go to it, if you want to make it like, you know, your full life, you know, that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of help. And it takes a lot of research. And it takes a definite level of self-discipline. Now, even in a sprint, there's a lot of self-discipline that's required. It's about learning how to do that little controlled burst and get the absolute most out of it. And the equivalent to that would be, you know, let's say you wanted to save up for a car. And in most cases, you know, it's like, okay, you know, you could either, let's say, you want to just save up for something with four wheels that's reliable, that can get you from point A to point B, and you don't have a lot of demands. Well, you know, that could be a sprint. It's like, okay, what are your finances? What do you need to shift in your finances? Um, What do you need to do to, you know, maybe you don't have a license. Well, first thing would be you get a license. You know, you take that little burst. Or if you have a license, maybe, you know, you need to figure out insurance. Maybe you need to figure out, um, you know, how you can maintain it, whether or not you drive stick shift. So there's a lot of things that you need to get the information on. And maybe you need to save up a bit, and that's where that discipline comes in. And it's like, okay, it's not just about saving up to buy the car. I have to be disciplined enough to save up to buy the car and to be able to pay for my insurance and to be able to pay for my registration and be able to pay for any maintenance. So it's not just about, oh, well, I can just run from point A to point B, and point B is a cheap car on Craigslist. Well, how do you know that's a good car? Even in a sprint, you know, you got to know what you're doing or you can hurt yourself. you got to build up to that sprint. You've got to have yourself to be able to, you know, if, if a sprinter wants to sprint, they do a lot to train their body to be able to immediately provide for the demand they're going to place on it. And it's a big demand. And it's like, okay, I need you to go from zero to 60 in so many seconds. You know, the body's going, whoa, you know, we we usually don't do that. But, yeah, if you work with me, I can be able to do that for you. I can help you achieve that, you know, because we are in partnerships with our physical self. And, you know, the mind may be saying, hey, I want to do this. And the body's going, whoa, wait a minute, you know, we're not up to that yet, but we can build up to it. So, you know, it does take that discipline. You know, if if you want to get a good, reliable vehicle, you know, it's like, okay, you know, gee, this is the first step is what type of vehicle do you want? What type of vehicle do you need? And if it's just, you know, a little four-door sedan to get you from, you know, one place to another locally, then the demand is a lot lower. Then it's like, okay, you know, I can probably find something and then I'm going to take it over and have a mechanic look at it before I get it, and I'm going to find out if it is a good value. I'm going to see if I can get a better price. And, you know, all those pieces you can go through. Now, let's say you don't just want a little, you know, putt-putt to take you from one end of town to the other on alternating Sundays or whatever. Let's say you want one of those great, big, massive, expensive, you know, four-wheel drive F2000 trucks or something like that. Something that is going to be more of a demand on expense and something that's going to be, you know, you're definitely going to have to consider working gas mileage in and all of that stuff. If you want some $70,000 vehicle, then, you know, well, you've moved from a sprint to a marathon. Because, you know, unless you have that money to just kind of shell out, you've got a couple of things you need to think about. You need to figure out, okay, you know, can I maintain the income to support this vehicle? You know, can I can I stick to a budget that is going to keep me in that place where I want to be? And, you know, it, it's not that there's anything wrong. A sprint is not better than a marathon because it all depends on what you want. If you want something fairly simple and straightforward, yeah, you know, just go explode at that sucker and, you know, hey, I'm going to do this and, you know, it's kind of a one-shot thing or it's, you know, something that is not something that's going to require a whole lot of effort on your part to achieve. So, yeah, you know, a sprint is great, but, you know, a marathon you know, that may take a lot more time. That may take more effort. But the satisfaction you get from it is going to be, you know, really a lot higher because you've got, you know, more committed into it. You've got more invested into it. So, you know, it's like, hey, you know, yeah, I I want the the big expensive vehicle and I'm willing to do the things I need to do in order to maintain it and keep it running And I'm willing to adjust, you know, these particular things in my life so I can afford it. Or I'm willing to wait on getting a vehicle and I'm just going to take the bus for a while until I've got enough saved up that I know I can do this. And maybe you get a lot of advice on, you know, hey, if I'm investing that much, I want to get the best vehicle I can that's going to be perfect for me. So, you know, you get recommendations. You read the magazines. You talk to people who own the vehicle that you want. But that's going to take more time. That's going to take more more investment, you know, of your time and of your, well, of your money and, and all of that. So you make that worthwhile. And, you know, it it really is mostly about what are you willing to commit to achieve what you want and what you what goals you have now maybe you know you've got a goal that is olympic level and you know what would be examples of that let's say like i said you know if you really want to make a major change in your physical self and it's not something that can happen quickly you know you're going to ha- you may invest a year maybe two years you know or maybe more getting to where you want to be and it's only through just tenacious commitment to it. Maybe you want to completely redo your employment. Maybe you want to go get your dream job. Maybe you want to, you know, go into spiritual work. Or maybe you want to go back to college. You know, these are big things that you have to really prepare yourself for to make sure you've got what you need to be as successful as possible. And I would guess for most folks, being successful is really a big part of it. So, you know, you work at that. And that is something that you're going to spend years possibly dealing with and committing to and deciding each and every day, you know what, I am going to do everything I can to put this into motion. I'm going to keep myself motivated. I am going to focus on it. I'm going to have pictures of it around. I'm going to have notes reminding myself about it. But this is what I want to achieve, and I'm going to achieve it. And, yeah, it can be tough. It can be tough when you jump into it a little bit, maybe faster than you think, you know, you should. And there's always that voice inside of us that's like, oh, you know, maybe I need to get a little more information on this. And there's a lot to be said for trusting in faith. There's a lot to be said for the leap of faith. Like, you know what, I've gotten all the information I can, and while I can't cover every variable, I think I know enough to where if something, you know, throws me a curveball, I can manage it. But if you just go, it's like, well, let's see, I think I'm, I want to go and I want to move to another city, and you go there and you have no money, and you have no place to live, and you have no plan for employment, that's a leap of faith that you might want to backtrack on. You know, it, it has been done. It has worked. And it's a lot easier. And I will tell you that I have done it myself I, I, when I was much younger. would take those leaps of faith. And when I'm in it, it's like, oh, I should have thought this out a little bit more. This would have been a lot easier consider what is what is your goal you know if it's a sprint you train one way if it's a marathon you train another and if it's the Olympics you train all ways you take everything into consideration you you know commit to it with all of your heart because I would be willing to bet that there isn't anybody who is ever in the Olympics who did not commit their entire heart spirit soul body everything into achieving that goal to be the one to stand up there with that gold medal around their neck. All of them, you know, they're not looking at going to the Olympics to win bronze. They're not looking to win silver. They're not in the, oh, it was just an honor to be here. No, they're picturing and envisioning and embracing the idea of that gold medal. And that gold medal is worth the pain it's worth the bruises, it's worth the exhaustion it's it's worth the lack of sleep, it's worth everything and while maybe you know you have a goal that you know is not about being that big, but even if you have a small goal, you can still put your whole heart in it if it means that much to you if it is that important to you, and there's no reason why it shouldn't be, and it doesn't even have to be a goal that makes sense to anybody. You know, maybe you've always wanted to be a, you know, a circus clown. And yes, there are ways to be a circus clown. I know circus folks and, you know, there's you go to schools and, you know, I actually knew somebody who went to clown college. Yes, they have a college. And you learn all these things about different types of makeup and about different types of movement and, you know, it's very athletic. And, and you know, you really, it demands a lot if you're really, really going to do it well. You want it to be a circus clown. And everybody told you that is the most crazy and, and foolish thing that anybody could ever want to be. And, yeah, maybe, you know, you never really thought about it much, but it's what you decided that that's what you want to do. So you learn what it takes. You learn how to be that. And if that's what you really, really want to do, if that's where your heart is, then you do it. You figure out, okay, what's the best way for me to do this? Because the first thing is to set in your mind, I am so doing this. And then it becomes a matter of how. It doesn't matter. It doesn't become a matter of if, because you want to take if out of the equation. You know, if this is your heart, if this is your spirit, if this is what you feel you want to do, Then it's when I achieve this, when I become a circus clown. And by framing it that way, then it just becomes how. Okay, how am I going to do this? Well, I guess I need to find a clown college. And you start there. You do research. You go to the worldwide Weberverse and pull out whatever it is you need to know in order to get yourself started. And you know, just like learning any other, very specialized. I mean, it really is a very specialized type of of work and and type of activity. You know, it's it's not just going out there and goofing around. You really, I mean, they really know what they're doing, and it's a commitment. And it may be a commitment that other people don't understand, but nobody has to understand your commitment. Nobody has to understand what it is that you do and why you do it all you have to do is know in your heart this is what i'm meant to do i wake up and i think about doing this i smile that no matter how bad i feel getting up the thought that i'm going to get up get out of bed and go and do this one thing just makes it all worth it that's what gets you out of bed in the morning And even if you're training for it, that the training and everything you're learning and all the ways that it's like, wow, you know, it's not that, man, these are the things I have to do to meet my goal today. No, it's these are the things I get to do to meet my goal. Because by the time I go to bed tonight, I'm going to be a day closer to everything that I want. You know, I'm a day closer to this dream. And that makes you go to sleep with a smile on your face, knowing you're going to wake up the next day and get another day closer to it. It is amazing how when we remember the difference between having to do something and getting to do something. You know, when you, you know, and I'm right there with, with folks who have struggled with with weight and all of that and, you know, and I'm working a new way now that is really very comfortable for me and yet allows me to see the results. When you're doing that and you have those times when it's like, oh, man, you know, I walked into the mall and the first thing you smell is the Cinnabon. And then you think to yourself, wow, that would be really cool. I would really like that. But then you think, you know what? Is that getting me closer to my goal? Is that getting me what I want? Let me override the smell of Cinnabon with the thought of me being physically what it is that I want to be. And the fact that every single step I take gets me a step closer to it. Every single day that I pass gets me, and yeah, maybe some days the Cinnabon wins. But at that point, it's like, all right. I indulged in the Cinnabon, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. I'm just going to get right back on, you know, the track where I need to get, and I'm going to keep going because I know this isn't a sprint. This is a marathon. Or maybe it's the Olympics. Some days you run better than others. You know, some days, you know, even your best is still just not quite there. But there are other days when you are on it. There's other days when you feel so good about it. And, you know, when you do it and you know you nailed it and you go, hey, and you walk past the Cinnabon and you feel really good about yourself. It's like, you know what? It may have been a little victory, but dang, that feels good inside. It feels like it's an accomplishment. Celebrate the little victories whether you're doing a sprint, a marathon, or the Olympics, you still need to celebrate those little points, those little milestones. Hey, I did that. You know, I was able to manage that. I, you know, I want to lose, you know, five pounds in a month. Hey, you know, I, I lost my, you know, pound and a half or two and a half pounds that first week. I did it. You know, I didn't get fries with, whatever. I went for a salad instead of a burger. And then you celebrate that. You, you know, have that achievement. Keep a journal that tells you, you know, it's like, hey, here's where, you know, here's where I was, I was, you know, not my strongest. And here's what I did to correct that. Here's how I know that I'm not going to fall into that particular, you know, pit next time and how I'm going to change this. You know, it's it's about deciding what it is you want and wanting it enough to make it happen and getting the help to make it happen. And the first part of that is admitting you can't do it on your own. There is very little that we can all do on our own. I mean, you know, there's stuff we can do, but there's little that isn't made easier when we get help, when we get support, when we, you know, have those weak points, when it's like, you know what, the Cinnabon is is winning today. And you call up somebody and say, hey, I'm having a Cinnabon moment. And they talk you down. They say, hey, okay, you know, focus with me. You know, we're going to talk about all the great stuff we're going to do when you achieve your goal and this trip we're going to take. And, you know, and we're going to go clothes shopping and all this other stuff. You know, if you're out looking for work and you know and, and you know, God bless you if you are, because it's it's a tough time out there. Or if you're looking for the perfect home and you know, things are tough and it does get discouraging sometimes. There isn't anybody who has ever done anything of substance that did not at some point get discouraged. And it is it's just a matter of of experiencing that, acknowledging it but not allowing it to stop you. We can be discouraged and still motivated at the same time because that discouragement becomes, you know, that becomes tenacity. It's like, yep, you know, it it didn't work out this way, but it is still going to work out. I am still going to achieve what I want to achieve. And if it's, you know, the type of work you're looking for, Figure out what it is that you want to do and, you know, decide, okay, what is it that I need to do in order to build up to that? Maybe you need to get a different job, you know, instead of the dream job, get something else that will just help you get resources and reduce your stress while you're still, you know, ramping up for the dream job. You know, you're allowed to do that. You can take a job working somewhere for a while and it may not be your dream job, but it allows you to relax a little bit because you've got finances coming in. But either way, you know, you still have the goal. You still have the dream. And whether you're sprinting, marathoning, or going to the Olympics, know that all you have to do is decide that you can and you will. You know, there was a saying that had to do with Henry Ford that said, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. Because the thing is, your whole energy is going to follow that thought, whichever it is. So go out and enjoy whatever it is, whatever level of dream you have. But just make sure you know what type it is and what you need to achieve it. And you'll do it. And if you have a problem with that, ask somebody. And I'm always here. You can ask me. So, thank you for joining me. Thank you for running your sprints and your marathons and your Olympics. And know that my heart is right there, encouraging and and screaming from the stands, saying "Yay, go!" So. If you would like to know more about me, you can go to my website at dash healing com, And I'll be checking into the chat room after the show. So I wish you balance, I wish you blessings, and I wish you amazing races. This is Dr. Eileen with Healing House Radio. Take care.